Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up. With your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, I've always said that astrology wasn't something I was really into, but thought it was fascinating. Yet, the more I read and learn about it, the more I start getting into it, to the point that last week I was doing research for an astrology certification course. I've had my first birth chart reading earlier on this March, and it was phenomenal. I love how dynamic of a modality it is, and all the ways you can use it to explore and grow in life. In my effort to learn more about the different styles and approaches of astrology, I've invited Natalie Wolstein from Soulshine Astrology to come on the Lit Up Lightworker podcast and talk about career astrology. Natalie blends ancient astrological wisdom with modern down-to-earth career coaching to help you turn your life purpose into a career. Specifically, in this episode, you'll get to learn what career astrology is and what it can help you with, what aspects of your birth chart you have to look at for career guidance, the role that your north and south nodes play in determining your career path, whether career and life purpose are the same thing and how to bring them together, and how to best combine astrology with practical business tools. When you're done listening to the episode, come on in and join your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know how you use astrology to inform your career and life purpose. Enjoy this episode with Natalie Wolstein. And today I have with me Natalie Wolstein. As a career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, Natalie Wolstein blends ancient astrological wisdom with modern down-to-earth career coaching. She's also the host of the podcast, The Cosmic Calling, where she shares about weekly astrology topics and interviews inspiring spiritual entrepreneurs on their career journeys. Natalie, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat all about career astrology, but before we dive into it, what I always like to start with is your story of coming to do this work. What was it for you that brought you where you are today? Yes, it's been a long and winding road, which I think people could use to describe their own careers as well. And it all started because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life anymore, which is where my clients start now. (laughs) So I know what that, I totally know what that feels like to feel like you don't know what you're doing with your life. And, you know, especially as a light worker, you want to make a difference, but you're not really sure how. And that's something I run into a lot with people I work with. And so I was in that space. I had actually been a graphic designer. And I was running my own business for five years, and I had always wanted to be a graphic designer since I was like eight years old. I didn't even know like that was graphic design, but I'm like, yep, that's what I want to do is make art on the computer and like mix it with business somehow. 
So that's what I did. I went to art school. I devoted my life to that path. And then I ended up moving to Hawaii in 2015. And there's just a different pace of life there. The stars were incredible. And that was important. And I didn't realize how important that would be to my path. But there was something about it that was like totally changing me. And I was feeling like, like my whole life kind of fell apart, which was weird because I had been following my dreams and I'd been following my heart. And I've always been someone who like just does what feels good. And so I was like, well, they say to follow your heart and it'll all work out. So how come everything's falling apart? My relationship, I was like almost homeless for a little while. I was super broke. And then I got told that I had cancer. But I didn't actually have cancer. That's the thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I spent over a year thinking I had cancer. and But I actually was really sick with a different illness that almost killed me. And so I was like lying there and I thought I was going to die. And it was like such an intense story, I know. But it sort of made me feel like really disappointed that I was like maybe going to die at the age of 26 with like magic still in me like there was so much more I wanted to do there's like I knew that I was a light worker at that point but I didn't know like what I was doing with it at that point I was just making things pretty um and so I turned to astrology to really help me understand like what is going on with my life and I had been really into horoscopes so it's sort of like taking it to the next step the next level and I discovered from my astrology chart that I was actually meant to be helping people on a deeper spiritual level, which I thought was super cool, but I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> and so it took time for me to realize and like connect the dots that, oh, astrology was helping me with my career. Duh. Like I could help other people with their career too. And that was written in my chart as well. So it took a long time to get to the realization of what I was meant to do. And then it takes time once you figure out what you're meant to do to actually do it and like change your life. So there, that's like the second part that it doesn't always get talked about. It's sort of like, I just want clarity. It's like, okay, now you know, what are you going to do with it? Um, so that's, that's how it all started. And I've been doing this for about three and a half years now. And luckily I fully recovered from my illness and I've just been like devoting my life to helping other people not have to die with their magic still in them too. Mm, what a powerful story. And uh, I mean, it hit home for me as well because I've, I've grown up thinking that my purpose was to become a musical theater actor. So my entire life was dedicated to singing and acting and dancing and like a put so much energy into this and then all of a sudden like I was coming home from university one day and I had this, this epiphany why would I become a musical theater actor like I'm supposed to become a spiritual teacher I'm like what is this coming from right now but sometimes we spend so much time I feel um, dedicating our energy and time on something specific and we don't give ourselves permission for our life purpose to evolve because I'm sure what you're doing right now, you're still using your graphic design to do all your work on Instagram. I mean, I see how beautiful your Instagram is. So you're bringing in still all that, um, all that design element that you were so passionate and still are so passionate about. So it's interesting how uh, everything we do is so interconnected. And if we just let go of the resistance that, and the pressure to just stick on the certain path because that's what people want us to do, then we allow ourselves to go and find our life purpose. And I'm guessing our ability to do this as well is also 
inner chart, right? Yes, exactly. And that's such an interesting point that you just brought up about your story, because chances are, if someone had asked you, what do you really want to do? You probably did want to be a spiritual teacher, but you wouldn't allow yourself to have yes. permission to be that. And that was the same for me, too. Like, I didn't know you could have a career as an astrologer. I thought you had to be special or psychic or someone had to tell you it was OK for you to do this. And which actually your chart kind of helps you do. It's sort of like saying, yes, you were born to do this. Go do it. Amazing. Now, I want to jump into career astrology right now. It's a term that I haven't seen before. I know you can use astrology for a career, but you was, was it a term you coined or is it something that existed? Tell us everything we need to know about career astrology. What is it and what it can help us with? Yeah, so career astrology is sort of a front, I'm not going to lie. It's really about helping you step into the fullest version of yourself and live your life purpose. Hmm. But I figure since we all have to work every day, well, most of us do, you might as well get paid to like develop into the best version of yourself. And so that's really what career astrology is about for me is like me helping you take your purpose and then actually like living it, doing it, getting paid for it and making it really practical. And it's not something I really ever saw anyone else doing. Maybe there are people doing that, but I kind of like decided this was my area because of my astrology chart. I was like, I want to be an astrologer, but I don't just want to like talk about the stars and be like, wow, isn't the universe cool? which it is, but I wanted to be like, okay, but what can we do with it? So that's how that kind of came about. I know there's other like business astrologers and stuff like that, but I didn't just want to limit this to entrepreneurs, even though I work with them as well, because everybody wants to know what they're here to do with their life. And like, they want to, ideally it'd be awesome if you could get paid to do that too. I love it. And I'm curious, which aspects of our, of our charts is more related to our career? Where should we look at? Mm, that's a good question. So when I work with clients, I look at their entire chart, but a really good place to start is by looking at your rising sign. Hmm. So like every point is very important. Let me just preface that. But your rising sign is your job or your role uh -huh. or like the work you're physically here to do for a living. And that can be really illuminating. That makes a lot of sense because my rising sign is Libra which by the way, I'm not an expert on astrology. I know the basics. <laughs> so Libra is all about being balanced. Is that right? Am I correct? Yeah. Well, your job is to help people feel more in alignment and you notice where they're off and help them notice where they're feeling off. Perfect. So my, my whole journey and purpose and basically and what I teach is helping people find balance between their masculine and feminine energy. So my, my new book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, is all about Yes, light work has got to work. Balance your masculine and feminine energy so you can put your light into work. And now that you're saying, like, my rising sign is my career, that makes total sense because I can see the connection. Now, I'm curious, how much of our career and our life purpose is on our chart? I mean, is it definite? Is everything there? And it's just up to us to discover it? Or is there a way for us to shift things around? Yeah, that's a great question too. So the thing is, we still have free will and your astrology chart might not specifically say, you know, you're meant to be a lawyer or something like that, but it would be like, oh, you're really good at working with people and mediating problems and you like paperwork or something like that. So it isn't going to, it 
like, but that could lead you to say, oh, wow, I was thinking about going to law school. And so you really have to kind of combine it with your own thoughts and feelings and interests, but it can really help narrow things down. And I've also worked with people where they've come to me, we've kind of decided on their next steps and they felt really good about it. And then a year later, they decide they want to do something different, but that still fits in their chart. So there is some wiggle room. And I think we also have to like explore. This is kind of what I was talking about before, where once you know what your purpose is, it's a whole other thing to actually like do the work and rearrange your life and stop doing the things that take you away from it and all of that. So it is still a journey. And that's also what I love about astrology. It isn't like, here's your life path. Okay, go mm. live it. It's like, here's like the map, like go have fun, play with it. I love it. So it's not limiting. It's not limiting us. It's just creating opportunities and helping us understand ourselves on a much deeper level. I love it. Now, let's talk about the North Node and the South Node because that's, that's, these are two aspects that uh, are related to the life purpose as well. Could you explain to us what the two nodes are? Yeah. So the nodes are the nodes of the moon and they're actually like a mathematical point. So there aren't, they aren't like physical objects. It's more like the direction the moon is pointing in, like the north side of it, the south side of it. You can think of a globe, how it's attached on the top and bottom. And the north node of future destiny, as it's called, is essentially your greater potential. So this is like the lesson you're here to challenge yourself to learn and step into. And when you do this, you will actually move forward in your life faster than by doing anything else. But it isn't like the easiest thing all the time. Mm -hmm. Whereas your south node of past karma is actually what you already came into this life being really good at or potentially you kind of did too much of. And so this is sort of like the universe's way of rebalancing your karma in a way. It's sort of loud out there. That's okay. Um, so it's really important that I think first you have to kind of understand your south node first to understand, okay, where am I coming from? What are the energies that I tend to rely on because it feels comfortable and safe? Um, but it might also be like dragging you back. And then from there, you can start to think about how you can work with your north node and their opposing energies. So part of it can just be about finding balance and not being so stuck in your old ways quite as much. But the more you really challenge yourself to do your north node, as I like to call it, the more every area of your life is going to move forward and they're going to get a lot of blessings and rewards from that because the universe is like, yes, you're doing what you came here to learn. That's so awesome. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. How amazing and how are they related to our life purpose career as that relates to a rising sign? Is there a correlation there? Are they competing each other? How does it work? No. So you can look at every point on your chart as being just like another aspect of your personality and your energy. Sometimes they can compete. It kind of depends on where they're placed, like if they're opposite from each other, but it's still all you, right? So I think for life purpose, the North and South node are really helpful because it's kind of like what you're here to learn. Um, But it isn't necessarily like the first thing I would look at for your career necessarily, because you can express it in your life as well. So it could be that you tend to be really like focus on the details in life. So let's say you had your South Node in Virgo, for example. Let's say like you're really kind of OCD about things being a certain way. So this is like the kind of the negative energy of Virgo. They're not all like that. <laughs> and so your lesson might be to kind of veer towards the Pisces side, which is opposite. And that would be your North node if your South node is in Virgo. And Pisces are Pisces North nodes are here to learn how to like go with the flow more and not beat up on themselves and just be like, oh, I made a mistake. Oh, well, in the grand scheme of things, like it's all going to work out in the end. So that's just one example. But there's so many different ways this can be expressed for people. I love it. So would you say that career and life purpose are the same thing or are they different? And how do we navigate the two? I think it's up to each person to decide, do I want my life purpose to be expressed through my career or not? And I know for a lot of people, they might feel like that's not an option, but that's sort of my work is to tell you, you can do anything you want. You were born to do what you actually really want to do. That's written in your chart is that desire, that that secret hidden desire you have to like change the world or make a difference in your own small way. And so like, To me, I want them to be the same for people who want them to be the same too. I love it. So empowering. Now, I want to bring up something that many people may be suffering about, like with, is codependency on spiritual tools, astrology being one of them. Let me give you an example. So now, at the time of recording this episode, we're going through the coronavirus pandemic and we're in a lockdown. And as a result, I've had to move my, uh, the publication date for my book like from June to August. So when I decided like, okay, I have to move it. First of all, to come to that decision to publish it on June 4th, I consulted with my astrologer, my numerologist. We like put everything together. We figured out the perfect date. And then all of a sudden, oh my God, I have to change things again. So I panicked. I go to my numerologist. I'm like, Harry, what do I do? Like, where do I move it? What does like my chart say? And she was like, George, forget about your chart. I feel intuitively you have to go with August. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean intuitively? How about like my numerology numbers and my astrology chart? Like, what do they say? So I found myself becoming so codependent on the chart. And then I had to take a step back and tell myself like, George, like you have like an internal guidance system. Trust that as well. So how do we not get codependent on astrology? I guess that is my question. Mm, that's a wonderful question because I went through that as well you know when I figured out I have the tools to the universe now I would like plan out every hour of my day and it got a little bit ridiculous 
So I think it kind of goes back to like, this is a very Pisces thing to say because I am a Pisces, but like everything happens for a reason. And just, I feel like astrology helps us realize that. It's sort of like you see, for example, the world events happening right now, they're in the stars. So it kind of helps, I feel for me, like let go of that sense of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because none of it is actually chaos. It is all planned. It's all part of the plan. We might not always like the plan, but it's helping us in the way we like actually want it to be from our higher self perspective. And so it is easy to get caught up on things, especially when they're like so fun to play with and there's so much you can learn. But ultimately, to me, astrology is meant to be the blueprint of your intuition and help bring you back to that inner knowing, that inner peace, that faith in the bigger picture. And like that's what comes first. Like that's more important is your intuition. I think you really captured it when you said astrology is the blueprint of your intuition. I mean, that for me just helps me let go of the dependence on it and just use it as the empowering tool it is to access my intuition. Now, I know you teach a lot um, like practical career tools, like in combination with astrology. So how do we best combine career tools and practical business tools, therefore, with astrology? Yeah, I think the main use of astrology and career development or business planning is just finding what is the most aligned path for you. Because a lot of us, like when we start a business, there's so much experimentation involved in it. Like no matter who you are, <laughs> there's always like, let's see if this works. Let's see if people like this. And your chart can help you narrow it down. Like here's what you're the best at. Mm. So instead of being like, oh, let's see how this goes. And there might still be some of that, but you're, you go into it more confident. Like when I was super sick and my life was falling apart, I, my chart was saying like, here's your business idea, go do it. And so I was able to be confident in my path, even when I'm at like the lowest of low and I had to work so hard to get it started. Like I had that confidence that I knew it was going to work out because it was written in my chart. So I think that's one part of it is just like developing your idea and like zeroing in on the best idea for you and how you can communicate it best to other people and arrange it and work with people in a way that you're like divinely blessed to do so because you may have had experience with those types of things in past lives. Um, so that's one side of it. Another side is just sort of like charting your path, like deciding when you want to promote things or release things, sort of like what you're talking about with planning when your book comes out. But again, that's sort of secondary, right? It's more about just deciding like, here's what I'm here to do. And I think another reason why this work is so important to me is because I want to help people do the thing that's going to make the biggest difference because they're the best at it. And imagine if everyone around you was doing what they're the best at and like changing the world in their own special way, how much more quickly things would move forward. Oh, oh my goodness. I love this. And um, like, I'm just like, while you were talking, mentioning about the promotions, I'm thinking at how influential astrology has been in planning my promotions as well. Like I remember last year, uh, we had a, a course plan during a Mercury retrograde and it did not work out the way I expected it to. And I'm like, never again. So while planning 2020, I marked all the Mercury retrograde dates on my wall calendar 
and I've scheduled holidays during those times so that I don't have to work <laughs> because I'm like, nope, not launching anything during that time. So it, it's really an empowering tool in helping us navigate our career. I love, um, I love the balanced way you teach about uh, career astrology as well. Oh my goodness, Natalie, thank you so much for sharing all those fabulous tools and wisdom with us. Now, I know you have a freebie for the listeners. Could you talk a little bit about it? The Moon Magic yes. Guidebook. Yes. So when I first started learning about astrology, I learned about it from the moon and just going outside and looking at the moon. And I think that's a really good way to start understanding astrology because you can actually see it, whereas it can be harder to see the other planets and which signs they're in and all of that. So the Moon Magic Guidebook explains all of the moon phases and also explains what it means when the moon moves into different zodiac signs. And there are certain times in the week that are not as good for productivity, and those are called void moons. So the moon calendar that comes with the guidebook will show you when all the void moons are, which are just kind of times to relax or finish old projects rather than starting new ones. And then you'll also be able to see the zodiac sign the, moves, the moon moves through, which you'll understand after you read the guidebook. I love it. And of course, you can access the, um, this guidebook in the show notes as well. I'll place the link over there. Natalie, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Let us know where can people get in touch with you if they want to work with you. Yes, you can find me at soulshineastrology.com or on Instagram at soulshineastrology or go check out my podcast, The Cosmic Calling. Thank you so much. Wishing you a lovely rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.